Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Rainer and Lachlan from Newton, Massachusetts. Rainer and Lachlan have shared some drawings with everyone from the campground Power Stories, so be sure to check those out at kidsstoriespodcast.com. Thanks for those drawings, guys, and thanks for listening. Now, last time on the podcast, Joseph and Eleanor discovered that they were the champions of Wayward Island. They were told by Selena the leader of the Foggy Woods people, that they had special powers, but they didn't know what those powers were just yet. Now, we pick up today's story as the group is heading back to the castle to rejoin with their main forces and hopefully eliminate these awful gloops for good. Is it super speed, you think? Or maybe super strength? Or maybe invisibility. Joseph was thinking out loud about what their special powers might be when Eleanor interrupted him. I don't know, Joseph. Just don't think about it, okay? You know, like a watched pot never boils. Nobody's watching pots, Eleanor, said Joseph. That doesn't even make sense. Ooh, maybe it's super fart powers. Um, I think you've already got super fart powers, Joseph, said Eleanor. Then Selina approached Eleanor and her brother. We're ready to go. There's about 50 of us in all. We've packed light. The people of Foggy Forest had agreed to leave with Eleanor and Joseph to help them fight the Gloop army. Can you fight? asked Joseph. Well, we don't practice fighting much. The forest here is quite peaceful. We are all expert archers, though, and we'll all be carrying our bows and many arrows. Great, said Eleanor. We're going to head straight for the castle as fast as we can, not stopping until we get there. And once we're there, we'll make greater plans with a larger force. Selina nodded and told this to her people. The group left the forest quickly and rushed straight for the castle. About halfway there, as they crested a small hill, they saw a long line of gloop soldiers. Hundreds of them. 
Everyone dropped back onto the other side of the hill, and luckily the gloops didn't notice them at first. Unfortunately, the line of gloops was so long it was blocking their path to the castle. There's too many for us to fight, said Joseph, answering before Eleanor asked. And he was right. They would be drastically outnumbered. And Joseph and Eleanor didn't even have their powers yet. Eleanor and Joseph and Selina got on their bellies and crawled to the top of the hill and peeked over. They saw where the gloops were headed. A small coastal town off in the distance called Brownsville. There was no way Brownsville could defend themselves against this many troops. We have to do something, said Eleanor, but she didn't have any ideas. Eleanor, said Joseph. Just a minute, said Eleanor. What do you think, Selina? Should we try and disrupt the column? Um, Eleanor, said Joseph again. Well, said Selina, maybe we can just burst through the line of gloops. We break the line and rush right on through, and Eleanor, said Joseph, finally determined to get his sister's attention. What? she said, slightly annoyed. Eleanor and Selina turned to Joseph. He was holding out his hand, and in the palm of his hand was a flame, a small blue and yellow flame. Joseph, are you on fire? said Eleanor, gazing into the tiny fire hovering above Joseph's hand. Not exactly. It doesn't hurt. Watch this. Joseph peered into his palm, and the flame grew and grew, taller and taller, and then, in a flash, the flame vanished. This must be our power, Eleanor, said Joseph. You try. Eleanor held out her hand, and a small blue flame appeared. She seemed amazed that she could just imagine fire and... There it was. Joseph and Eleanor looked back at the group of foggy forest residents, all holding their bows ready for anything. And then they were both struck with an idea. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? said Eleanor. Flaming arrows, said Joseph, smiling. Eleanor and Joseph quickly explained their idea to everyone as they crouched behind the hill. Slowly, they all crept up to the very top of the hill. Looking down upon the gloops, the archers all lined up in a row, including Selina. Then Joseph and Eleanor stood next to the line of archers on either side. Now, by now, the gloops had noticed them. Some gloops began breaking formation from their marching lines and rolled up the hill to attack. Eleanor and Joseph held out their hands and fire spewed forth. But they didn't target the gloops. Their flames created a wall of fire in front of the archers. Fire! yelled Selina, and a volley of arrows flew through the flames and caught fire. The flaming arrows then shot beyond the wall of fire and into the rows of gloops. Their gloop army formation broke, and they scattered all over the field below the hill. 
Again and again, the archers launched their arrows through the flames, and they caught fire, sticking into gloops and driving them away. Some gloops took so many flaming arrow shots that they just melted into the ground. The air was thick with the smell of burning wood and the whipping sound of arrows. But soon, the entire column of gloop soldiers turned around and began charging the archers. Joseph noticed this. He stopped making the flame wall with Eleanor and turned to face the oncoming gloops. Fire burst forth from his hands as he tried to fend off the rushing gloops. Now, from the top of the hill, they could see hundreds and hundreds turning to charge their position. We gotta make a run for the castle, yelled Joseph. We can't stay here. Eleanor could see he was right and turned to Selina. Last volley, then we run. The archers of Foggy Forest knocked one last arrow and let them fly through the flames and into the oncoming rush of gloops. Between us, yelled Eleanor, as she and Joseph stood near each other, firing flames in opposite directions. The others rushed behind them and through the splitting column of gloops. Once they were all through, Eleanor and Joseph followed them. The gloops hot on their trail. Keep running, yelled Joseph, all the way to the castle. As Joseph turned and looked behind him, he could see that all of the gloop soldiers had abandoned their previous mission and were now following him and the others. Hundreds and hundreds of them. In the distance before them, they saw the castle. They only hoped to make it there before the gloops caught up with them. The end. Thanks for listening to today's story. I am hoping that Eleanor and Joseph can make it to the castle before the gloops overtake them. And what if they do? Or what if it rains? And what if another band of gloops has already attacked the castle? We don't know how the kids at the castle are doing. But I'm sure we'll find out on the next episode. Until then... If you have any drawings or questions or story ideas, just have your grown-up send me an email at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.